Hello everybody and welcome to another installment of Finally Girl, a horror movie podcast. I am your host, Michael. I've seen a lot of horror movies. And I'm your other co-host, Eliza. And I've not. Today we're talking a 1989 French film, Dial Code, Santa Claus, Deadly Games, Hide and Freak, Game Over... It goes by many titles. So weird. Uh, the official name when it released in France is 36.15 code Perrier, Perrier Noel. Père Noel. Père Noel. Is it Perrier? Yeah, it's Père Noel, not Perrier. <laughs> Perrier water. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not yeah, water. Père Noel. Père Noel. How you doing? How you feeling? You feeling rested up? You ready to go? I'm too rested. I'm too rested today. And, you know... It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work bright and early in the morning, so I'm not gonna drink any coffee or anything. Why not? Oh, then I'll never fall asleep. I don't understand. I, I don't get. I I can drink coffee at eight point of the day. I'll go to bed. Uh, yeah, I can't have caffeine before like at least. I don't know eight any hours. Caffeine. <laughs> any caffeine eight <laughs> hours before I go to sleep. That's not true. Last yeah. night you had caffeine. And you well, that's because bed. I was running on like four and a half hours of sleep. So you're telling me that you lied already oh, in God. this podcast? Someone kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you lied. <laughs> you're a liar. So yeah, this is our first, this is, this is our first foreign language movie, right? Yeah, I guess because Suspiria doesn't really count. I get, well, okay, yeah. Yeah, Suspiria definitely was counts. was a dub. Yeah, I guess Suspiria but this is our first one with just subtitles. Like, it wasn't dubbed over or anything. When you say dubbed over, it makes me think of that I think you should leave bit bozo dubbed over. I don't remember that. How do you not remember? <laughs> I mean, I will say it's not one of the, the better bits of the series, but it's like where he, he's at work and everybody has a YouTube video to show and he doesn't have anything. And then the next day he creates... A, bo- a video where he dubs, dubs I over I vaguely remember this. But yeah, that's funny. Everybody's creeped out by it. Yeah, well, he's a big creep. <laughs> so, well, what'd you think? Yeah, uh, I have a couple of opinions. I liked it overall. It wasn't, like, it was, it was scary. That Santa Claus was frightening. Yeah, he's definitely the most frightening Santa Claus scary i think in film history very scary um but the movie dragged on at parts like i was like can we just get to the freaking movie what parts the part where he puts the little boy thomas puts the stent on his leg and he's just sitting there in the chair for like what seems like 17 minutes it's really like three minutes he's just sitting there crying in a chair while there's light on him for like so long for no reason but we're getting we got the great tune going see i feel like this movie was so worried about trying to get these songs in that they just like made up a scene just for them to have a song in it well i guess when you have bonnie tyler on the soundtrack in the the 80s you gotta you gotta use her merry christmas what is it uh happy birthday christmas yeah, happy birthday <laughs> Happy birthday, Christmas. You're gonna be a man. <laughs> yeah, that song was weird. What did you think of it? When was the I, first time you saw this? Three years ago. Three years ago. Obviously, yeah. I've never heard of this movie before last night. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people haven't heard, hadn't heard about it until a few years ago when it 
was brought to Fantastic Fest in Austin in 2018. That was the first time it ever came to the States because it bombed when it opened in France. And it did pretty well uh, on video in certain markets, but it never made its way to the States at all. And that's why you kind of have your uh, different titles for this because nobody has any idea what the hell 36.15 code Paranoel is. Well, especially the 36.15. Yeah, what does that mean? So, <laughs> you really, are, were you confused about the, um, about like the, oh, the, the chat room scene? Yeah, the, uh, the Minitel? Yeah, the internet kiosk, which the, Santa was at. But I know he was on it at home. So that was just, a, that was a French thing. The fact it was like a chat room. Um, it worked like the internet, but a lot of people, unless you were pretty wealthy, like the the kid and the family in the movie, you had to go to like a public space and insert coins into it, like much like a payphone, mm. and you would have a certain amount of time. That's why, like at one point, he's getting mad that yeah, it's restarting. So it is like a chat room, but there is also like if you search croissants, you would get information about croissants, like you like you would in the internet. Yeah, croissants was the first like French thing that came to mind. And there were croissants in this movie that kid was eating, and they looked so good. Where the thirty six point fifteen comes in is when you would search for something, you would have to go thirty six dot fifteen croissants okay like a command yeah which or kind of or like if we were going to a web address you'd get to go dot com or www dot yeah okay so it was kind of uh it, it was in other areas of the world but it's mainly a french thing it was created in france and, what year uh, is it from 89 89 so it came out a year before Home Alone, and that's important because it is when, very Home Alone. When people, when it came to the states, a lot of people were like, "Man, did they remake Home Alone?" Well, no, this was made a year before Home Alone. In fact, when the director Rene Manzor saw the saw Home Alone, he wanted to sue 20th Century Fox and like the filmmakers. Home Alone did it better. No, I think it's a better Home Alone. No, I don't think it's a better Home Alone at all. I think. If Home Alone wanted to be a scary movie, they could have added some stabbing in there or something. But Home Alone definitely did it better. No, this is. I, I think it's far superior. It's That's a, lot a more joke. Fun. You're a joke. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Oh, God. I did love the relationship with Thomas and Grandpa. Thomas and Grandpa, yeah. So I would have liked to have seen a Grandpa in Home Alone. But continue. Go ahead with the background. And then also, of course, were you confused about the way Santa looked in the movie? No. Okay. Well, I liked his costume. I liked all the that's, costume that's design. That's how he looks, he looks in, in France. France. Yeah. yeah, that's what I just figured. Yeah, kinda, yeah. I figured that. I didn't like his like cotton beard, cotton like whenever they dressed him up as Santa like at the beginning and he had the cotton like it literally looked like cotton oh, balls. Oh, when that he worked for the, for the store. Yeah. Okay. I was like oh, And like okay. cotton hair and I was like this is just too bad. <laughs> Like he couldn't have gotten a wig and a regular, like, wig beard. He just got the job. Yeah, I guess you're right. If they hire <laughs> you right on the spot, they don't, they're not having quality costumes in the back for you. They're not having, like, they're not doing anything. Like, <laughs> when you work for kids, are you supposed to yeah. like, go through some kind of process, like a background check? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he gets fired uh, 
pretty by the immediately. Mom, yeah. You know, after he smacks the kid. God, poor Marion. <laughs> Justice for Marion. So, Patrick Florsheim, he, he's the one who plays the demented Santa. He mostly did voice work. In fact, he did a lot of work. He was the voice for like Michael Douglas, Ed Harris, Robin Williams, and many more in France. So when their movie, wow. their American movies came over, like he did, he dubbed them in French. Wow. Elaine Moussy, the kid, Thomas, or now he's, he's his name is uh, Elaine Lalon. Uh, he's actually the son of the director, hmm. the actual son of the director. That kid was great. There were like scenes where he had to like hysterically cry. They were great. And you have Louis DeCrow, the crew, as the half-blind diabetic grandpa. Yeah, he was great. Which the movie makes him seem like he's way more than half-blind, but... uh. Yeah, that, movie? Gran- <laughs> that grandpa should have someone with him, not this little kid. <laughs> Take care of him, a 10-year-old kid. They do have kid. the caretakers across Which, the street. Which, they weren't even in the house with them. Well, you know, they have they have their own time, you know. Yeah, but the mom's away. It's the grandpa Christmas will Eve. play. <laughs> he was mainly he was mainly a writer for TV shows, actually, Louis DeCrew. And then you have Brigitte Fossey, who plays the mom. I would have loved to get information on the the set, like decoration and design. Yeah, what the because hell? Because there's not a lot, but I couldn't really find anything. This set was so weird. Like I thought it was great. I hated it. What? I hated How it. How do you hate it? was In beautiful. the middle of like the movie, I was just kind of like, this set design is so weird. Like the house in the... like. In the shots where they show the whole mansion, it looks like a clay model. I think, it, but it looks beautiful. I don't. I think it nice looks shot. I love. I love. Oh no! I think it looks like they did it like like in Tim Bur- Tim Burton movies, how they make like a little wooden set and then he goes out <laughs> with the camera and like zooms in on the set. That's what it looked like, but instead of wood, it looked like clay. It looked like it was handmade with, like, I could see fingerprints or something in it. I don't know about that. I it loved was it. Bad. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I hated it. Wow, you're no fun. And I liked the costume design a lot. The little kid looked like Rambo. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, it definitely feels like a uh, like they're parodying action movies yeah. at the time because at the beginning you have that like workout montage you would yeah. see in like a rocky movie yeah it definitely reminded me of rambo you were kind of uncomfortable though when it when you were when like when he was like working out and they're like doing close-ups of like his scrawny arms oh it made me laugh i seemed like you were uncomfortable it made me laugh <laughs> it was weird because it had like the montage with the dog jr yeah, and <laughs> later on you'll see them working out again when after Jr. is killed. Yeah, and <laughs> that montage was weird too. I think there's just a lot of weird stuff in this movie that made me kind of giggle. Well, I think it's just you're supposed to, yeah. Okay, well I did. <laughs> you make it seem like it's a bad thing though. Well, I don't know if they necessarily want people to laugh at some of the scenes that I laughed at. I think it's intentionally pretty okay. goofy. You don't think so? No, Why I not? do not. I think that was very serious. I think it was a very serious movie. I don't think so at all. I no. do. I can't be a serious movie at all. 
there's serious maybe some serious parts like the the Santa like Santa is sure he's 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 nuts. He might be a little too into kids. Yeah, that's definitely showing in the very beginning. A little, too. Uh, you know, he might be might be a pedophile. I don't know, but I think like a lot. I of, don't like, think... that. I like I said. I think it's a par. I think it really is a parody of like, like especially when the beginning when he's working out and you have the sh- the close up of his glistening scrawny arms is obviously got to is obviously got to be like a send up of eighties action. I heroes. hope it's a parody because some of the scenes in this movie were so ridiculous. Yeah. But it seemed like every other like foreign film that I've seen where they were like very serious about the montage of the dead dog after he dies. I I don't know. I think it's, it's melding genres very well. Interesting. I love it. I love it. I I can tell you love it. I did not. Well, how do we start out the movie? We start out the movie with the the snow globe. Mm-hmm. There's a snow. I think, globe. and I think that's it. Also, it brings it has a, a it gets me into the Christmas spirit right away. You have that snow globe, and then the mute the like almost angelic music. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then it gets crushed, and then you know, well, this isn't gonna be a sickly sweet or quote unquote or like family uh, Christmas movie. Yeah, with an American title of Deadly Games, I wasn't expecting anything sweet. And on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the intense snowball fight between the kids in the street, and then our. Our Santa, yeah. or soon to be Santa, joins in, and he's they... like, "Oh, let me fight these kids too." So, what do you think? What do you think right away? What's going on? I thought I would have left immediately, like all the other kids did. They all just like got up and like left as soon as they saw the Santa. I think like his performance is like masterful oh, yeah. from the beginning. Really. Yeah, he's a creep he's from a... the beginning, right out the gates. You know, this guy's like not messing around. You think he's like definitely creepier than Billy in Oh Silent yeah. Night. I know like these are the only two creepy Santas you've seen, but Yeah, definitely creepier than Billy. And Billy was mean to a kid on his lap too, but he didn't hit Yeah, her. there is a, there is the yeah, there's two scenes that are similar, but yeah, he's a little more Yeah, this guy means business. Like he's gonna fuck you up immediately. Billy's just gonna like haunt you later and then kill you. This guy's not afraid of anyone well, watching him. Hit Billy kids. doesn't even kill kids either. Like he doesn't intend to kill kids, at least. Yeah, unless they're naughty. That yeah. girl said she wasn't naughty. Yeah, but still, like he. So do- she got a bloody knife. He doesn't. He doesn't kill. He doesn't even try to really kill a kid. I think Maybe, he would have killed her. But regardless, like yeah, it anyway, doesn't happen. We've we've talked about this movie already. Well, I'm just saying, like comparing the Santas, like definitely already written more menacing. Like, yeah, but this guy didn't kill any kids either no but he definitely tried uh, he, no because he just wanted yeah. i think he just wanted to play yeah, with him yeah, he may, may, because maybe. later on he'll say now you find me but he also does tr- go after his friend pilu yeah but we don't know if he was gonna kill him or just yeah, chase him try I, and scare I, him you're, yeah like he does seem like the guy who really likes the chase but he does at least harm a kid yeah that's true he does he does harm a kid 
physically harm a kid. Like stabs a kid. But yeah, I think he looks like a creepy caveman. Yeah, yeah, I see that. He kind of does. <laughs> like that's the he, best description I can have. He kind of does look like he would have uh, been in those Geico caveman yeah, commercials. He does. <laughs> Do you know Nick Kroll was in those? No. Pretty sure it was Nick Kroll. Yeah, there was supposed to be like a Geico caveman sitcom. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, Nick Kroll was the star of that. So he wasn't in the commercials, though. I'm pretty sure he was in the commercials. He was in the commercials? Okay, so yeah, he wasn't in the commercials, but he was going to be in the TV show. Okay. But anyway, he looked like a a caveman, and uh, until he, I wanted to say dyed his hair, but until he sprayed his hair, he looked like a caveman. He spray paints his hair. He with like fake snow, like like a snow spray, and he's like laughing while he's doing it. I in my notes, I'm like, this is a new take on Taxi Driver, because <laughs> he's just like staring at himself in the mirror, laughing while he's spraying his hair. Did it not remind you of Taxi Driver? I I, I see where you're coming from, but like just totally different. Like yeah, well, duh, different. But the way he was doing it looked exactly like. I guess. I don't know if exactly. I, I I see the reference. I see the uh, the connection. But so they live in a castle. Yeah, it's so cool. I want to live in a castle. I want to live in a real castle, not one made of clay, since this was made from a clay mold. Don't know that. And one that makes more sense. This castle did not make any sense. Yeah, I love that about. It. I love. <laughs> I love the secret passageway. I thought that was so. Cool. Yeah, the secret passage passageway was cool, but still, like, where in this castle is this big ass room that no one knows about? I mean, he does say the kid says there's like a hundred rooms in it. So, like, I could, I, I, I totally would be. I could totally understand, especially like his mom not because she seems like she's always freaking working. They yeah. make that very apparent in the movie. I could see. Why she would have no idea about it. I mean, he gets lost in it at one point. Oh, yeah. Because you have this weird, like, yeah, art maze. maze. There's, like, a maze in the middle of this Which castle. Which I think was, that was beautiful, too. I love when they, they pan to do that bird's eye view of... I thought that was so weird. <laughs> I was like, why is there a maze in this castle? And why has this kid, if he's home alone all the time, you know, doing his own thing, how has he not explored to get to this maze? Because there's so much to... I mean, like he's I mean, like there's he's so much other stuff all to the do. time. So much other stuff to do. You I see how much stuff he I has. I would have explored every room in that house like the minute I understood what where I was. Well, you know, it's not he's, the character's not you. Yeah, but he seems like a very crafty character who's very smart and and, and trying to figure t- things so out. So many other gadgets and things. Yeah, to and do. how would he have wired all the gadgets through the house if he had not been in every room of the house? Doesn't make any sense. You just don't want to agree with me. He's I, being very stubborn today, you guys. I'm not being stubborn. You are. I'm defending the movie. <laughs> yeah, but when you defend the movie, you don't listen to anything else. You're just like, no, this movie was fantastic. And I'm like, no, like, the, let me tell you what I think. And then you make an opinion. I listen and then I respond. You don't listen. You just respond. We're going into more to him being a Rambo Jr. We see him... Right around. Sharpening a knife. We got the the sounds of gunfire playing through the sound system. Yeah, which at first I thought is the dog playing all this gunfire from his cassette player that he has around his neck. Which I think some of it was. But he's like fake fighting his dog. Well, I think 
Well, it, it's all connected to the sound system, I guess, because he takes that cassette out later. It's titled War Sounds. Yeah, but then he still has to go into the sound system and unplug everything. Wish I had that sound system. I don't. <laughs> Why? Be so loud. Play Bruce Springsteen all the time. <laughs> what do you have against the boss? <laughs> I don't have anything against the boss, except for that he ended up on my Spotify wrapped. Because you love him so much. I don't. It's all you. I don't understand how I played him that much on your Spotify. It was like a couple of times when you when I gave you the yeah. That's why I'm so sorry. Because it was all you listened to the entire time you had the phone. I was in a Bruce mood. We all get in Bruce moods Mm -hmm. from time to time. But then we start to see the relationship with Thomas and his granddad. And at first, I'm like, the grandpa looks like Grandpa Joe from. Willy Wonka. Yeah, I see that. He, like, most definitely looks like he's Grandpa Joe. His mom and him do seem really close, even though she's, like, always gone, because they have, like, a secret handshake, which is cute. I forgot about that. Yeah. But I love that she's a female boss bitch, and she's leading a whole room of guys. She walked into that room with her red coat, and she was like, all right, I called this meeting, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. She's a boss. Another heartless CEO. This time it's female. I don't think she was a heartless CEO, though. I mean, I, in the movie, yeah, but I mean, like, every CEO is heartless. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Grandpa's... Ha- I like... <laughs> in the movie, I think the goofiest part... One of the goofiest parts of this movie is that when they show you Grandpa vision, it's just blurry, and it makes it seem like Grandpa just needs some glasses instead yeah. of and i'm like every time they show grandpa's face he's not wearing glasses like they could help him a little bit i just i think the i love the idea of just like they're the richest people in the country and they can't and they can't even afford like laser surgery they can't get grandpa some glasses that's insane (laughs) but he's actually blind yeah (laughs) like every like speaking of them being like the richest people in the country like every time one of them calls the cops they're like Bring someone to the mansion. This is... Yeah, I know. They just, just say the mansion. I'm like, what? How do people just know who you are? And then we find out that Thomas still believes in Santa. At least he wants to keep believing in Santa. It's like he's got some doubts in his mind. And the mom's like, well, I believed in Santa till I was 11. So Thomas is going to, too. And, and they, 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 and he's talking. Is this when he's talking? When she's talking to her boyfriend, to her boyfriend slash yeah. coworker, exactly. Or what? What? What is uh, Thomas call him? His cohort. Her. Yeah, her her co- cohort. Her court. I can't even say it. Her, her cohort. cohort. <laughs> yeah, which obviously Thomas has some disdain for him. Yeah, I mean, you know. And he's like watching from the window, but he seems like a really good guy. I mean, he spent the entire movie trying to get him help. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, you're right. So um, I felt so bad for him. I was like, Thomas hates your stinking guts. And I mean, it's pretty no- pretty normal for, especially if the dad's dad that is dead. Which I'm assuming, yeah, the dad. But yeah, she um, mentions that he has a very high IQ. The mom yeah. mentions that Thomas has a very high IQ, and but you can still believe in Santa Claus and be intelligent yeah. as a child. And then. Thomas goes to that, what is it, 36.15? Yeah. 36.15 and looks for Santa. And the creeper from the beginning of the movie 
is on the other line and he's like wanna play do you think he's a pedophile oh 100 yeah. percent. he's on the internet looking for someone looking for santa isn't Claus. It, it it's so funny that th this movie's like way ahead of its time with this stuff. yeah in 1989 a, yeah. <laughs> like predators patrolling chat rooms looking for little boys yeah later on actually in my notes it doesn't happen until after um i think it doesn't really happen until like tommy sends out the the SOS from his computer to his friend's printer and to the to the his mom's printer at work where I'm like this reminds me of every internet safety seminar that we had to do in middle school high school like I remember my very first ones being from middle school and I would be like traumatized afterwards that I was gonna get like, because I played RuneScape, and I was, like, so scared that someone from RuneScape was going to come and get me. I'm sure on RuneScape there definitely was, too. Yeah. I bet you could probably look. I bet you. I mean, I can't. I don't know of any, but I bet you could probably find stories of kids That's being, frightening. I'm sure it happens on just, like, video games in general still, yeah. too. Like, online. I'm sure um, it does. Like, I never said anything about, like, where I lived or anything like I, that. Oh, God. You know what? That just... Oh, that reminded me of something. I used to play Call of Duty online um, when I was preteen, teenage, like young teenager. And I remember there was one time this guy told me, like he, he, like he could tell like by the sound of his voice, like he's a grown man. And like, I think he even said that like something about being like 30 some years old and like he's going to come and like skull fuck me and kill my parents. Jeez. And I remember like, it was like I was like the first time like I'd ever, because like you back. I mean, I'm sure it still happens today too. But people said a lot of shit, and then when you're that young, like you don't really fully understand the weight of it. And like people, I mean, you play got on Call of Duty back then. And I'm I know it still happens today, but you'd hear racial slur after racial slur, and like people saying I'm gonna fuck your mom, and Jesus. and you're you know you'd hear gay slurs all the time and but that was the first time where like i was actually like genuinely scared because he was like he was like i'm i'm a fucking hacker like i could figure out where you live very easily and like i remember even like telling my parents and like they were like if he says anything again we're gonna call the cops and but he never Jeez. i can't remember like it was like somebody like cause i played with a Back then, I played with people, like, from, like, all around the country. I had online friends. I don't really have online friends that much anymore, but I used to get on, because I didn't have, at that point in my life, I didn't have many, like, real-life friends or people I knew in person. They're, 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 I would say they're real-life friends, but, and I don't know. I think he was, like, a friend of an online friend that I knew, and, like, I don't, one time I pissed him off or something. I, I yeah, I forgot all about that till right now. Yeah, that's frightening. I'd be so scared. I would never get on online games again after that. That's all I, like, at that age, that's all I did. Yeah, I played a lot of, um, what is that, 11 years old? I was, like, well, I was, like, 12, 13, like, from 12 through, like, 14, like, I was, like, that was, like, pretty much all I did was play online video games, play, and a lot of it was Call of Duty, like, Call of Duty 4, Call of Duty World at War, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, that's when I was really into the Jonas Brothers, so... <laughs> I was more like listening to music with my friends. <laughs> well, see, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> my friends were all uh, like, I had like one friend who lived in Sch Schenectady, New York. Mm -hmm. We play. Uh, we we got into. There used to be a site called Game Battles. 
and it was like made by Major League Gaming, which really isn't too much of a thing anymore, to my understanding. But yeah, we got into competitive Call of Duty for a while. Yeah, I never really liked Call of Duty because we had a family friend that played Halo pretty like all the time. You see, I I never had a I never really had an Xbox for a long time, uh, yeah. so I never played Halo. We never were really played definitely Halo. an Xbox after the PlayStation. 2, oh, we had PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, and then we went straight went into xbox 360 after that like and it was a lot of people did because the ps3 was so expensive maybe that's why it was like 200 dollars more like when it were than the 360. anyway um enough yeah. about uh online predators and yeah <laughs> let's get back to this online predator um he yeah he's uh, the the original online predator he, yeah some may call him the og um mr santa claus he then finds like i guess thomas says where his mom works in that conversation on the internet and yeah, so the guy yeah, finds yeah. where she works and, and then, then he asks, asks for, for a job, job to be santa <laughs> i i still like i said before like there is no way you could get even i think even in 1989 i don't think you could get uh, a job working with kids that easily i don't think so either <laughs> the day of like everything just seemed wrong and then when she fired him she was like go to the personnel office like you're not gonna escort him or have like a security guard escort him. Well, you know that's what she's not. He gonna, just hit a child. Yeah, well, she's a CEO. She's not gonna deal with that. You could literally be like this, Chiefs. Chiefs, <laughs> come, come get this guy. Bring him to the personnel office. Like, Jesus, snap your fingers, lady. Use it. Anyway, obviously the job does not work out. <laughs> yeah, and then he. He overhears the personnel guy telling the um, I guess like the talking, toy department or something. I don't know. Yeah, they, talk to the, the delivery. delivery guys. That like, you gotta send these to the mansion. Yeah, you gotta send this to the the, to the, the boss's kid, and um, and that's when oh, there's a really creepy scene where he's watching the toys being like uh, the door, the gifts being brought together. Oh yeah, and. Did you notice his eyebrow scrape off the side of the wall? No. Like that's how hairy his eyebrow Ew, was. It no, just I didn't scraped, notice like, that. Scra- I was like, God, those are some hairy eyebrows. Yeah, I didn't notice. I that. was such a cool detail. Oh God, he was a freak. And then back at home during this time, we have scenes of the kid like fixing the car, like his mom's car, and the grandpa's like, Yeah, you can drive, just no speeding this <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, to be rich. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one cares. And then they're back at the castle again. Oh, gee. yeah. He, uh, man, a little mechanic. Yeah, he's very smart. So we're learning, like, he's 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 good with his hands. He knows how to set all these traps because he's playing with his, his dog and he's got the false floor. Yeah, I love the trap. Oh, yeah, God, that I was love cool. his booby trap. See, I don't think his booby traps are as good as Kevin McAllister's. Especially from Kevin, who has... I mean, he's rich. He comes from a wealthier yeah, family I mean, that, in Chicago. That's that family, obvious. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like he's like this kid that's playing army 
like Rambo in the house all the time. He's just kind of like a, he's a middle kid and a kid of like eight or a family of eight kids. So he's like, I don't know. I feel like it's more realistic. Uh, this one. Well, is yeah. Not- uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would, you're probably right. Yeah. There is more realistic. And the booby traps seem more of like, I mean, I think Kevin was maybe like eight or nine. I feel like they're around the same age. How old is it? Did they say how old Thomas is? Yeah. Thomas is 10. Okay. I think Kevin's a little bit younger. I can't remember. We'll have to, we'll find out soon. I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to watch it before Christmas is over. I looked it up and it just told me uh, 42 years old because that's how old Macaulay Culkin is. Oh my God. He's eight years old. Okay, so you're right. But Culkin was actually 10. Culkin. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> Culkin. Say Culkin again. Culkin. No, say it again. Culkin. You say it's so strange. How? That's his know, name, like, Culkin. You really like get the Culkin in there. Culkin. Like he's a, I don't know. Is he German? Is that a German name? It sounds German. I don't know. I'm German. Richter. Richter's a, a strong German name. As a, a substitute teacher once told me in high school. <laughs> yeah, Farrell, I get Will Farrell. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Very Irish. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway. So Santa, I'm just going to call him Santa. Yeah. Uh, uh, he gets into the uh, the delivery truck. Mm-hmm. And once it gets there, he chokes out delivery driver yeah he's got like a michael myers uh scene where uh the guy's legs just go limp (laughs) (laughs) actually they don't even go limp they go stiff yeah they do which doesn't make any sense (laughs) but it's so cold he just goes stiff yeah he just stiffens up instead of his legs flopping over the side of the van they're sticking straight out because i guess rigor mortis really set in immediately but then, yeah, so back at home, Thomas is like, I'm going to film Santa. And he rigs up a whole camera, security camera mm-hmm. system. Like, I'm assuming there's not a camera in every room in the house. But it seems like there is, with the way he flips through it. But if that castle's so big, I don't know. Can't have a camera in every... There's, like, no, there's no way that that little... That, not even a little, that chunky armband... <laughs> That is a cool, I would have loved an armband like that. I mean, you can actually, that is like way ahead of its time too, to actually see the video It reminded me of, yeah, it reminded me of Spy Kids. It's been a while since I've seen Spy Kids. Uh, I just watched all three of them the other day. Oh, God bless you. (laughs) Um, so he's underneath, or Thomas is underneath the dining room table while all this is happening. He's just, he's got all his gear set up. He's got all his cameras ready to catch Santa Claus and his mom calls and she's like are you still awake so he has the phone underneath the dining room table and then all of a sudden santa comes down the chimney how do you think he did that on that big ass castle how did he get all the way up there because later on thomas is on the roof and you can tell that that's up really high i mean i i'm not a huge fan of heights so like anytime like Someone's on a roof, especially on this castle. Like, I'm, like, nervous. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I would have been so excited. I would have been like that. But, yeah, I don't know how he got in there. I have no idea. And he had a rope with him. Where did he get the rope? He probably got it from the caretakers. Because, like, that before that, that's where we see him spray paint the uh, yeah. his beard and his hair. 
and uh, he sits in that chair by the Christmas tree. Like waiting for midnight. I, just, I love that shot so much. He's frightening. Yeah, the clock ticking in the background. So apparently... Really freaky. That's actually one thing I want to mention too. Like, wait, were you questioning why he's waiting for midnight at all? No, I figured it was because he wanted... To strike at midnight? Well, yeah, I felt like it was a whole dramatic thing. So, actually, in France, that's when Santa is supposed to, like, lay out the, the gifts at midnight when you're at mass. At mid- I guess in, in France, they go mm, to mass at yeah, midnight. Yeah, because Catholic. They, people do that here at midnight? There's midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah. I've been to mass on Christmas Eve. It was not at midnight. There's a midnight mass for Christmas Eve. I'm not Catholic, but, so don't quote me on that, but I'm like 90% sure. Yeah, I don't my my uh my grandma liked to go to all kinds of different churches. She liked to sample all the the denominations. Yeah, even if you go to Google, you can search midnight mass on Christmas Eve near me, and there's all these churches that pop I did up. not know that. Or mm-hmm. at least I don't see how detached I am from that. Yeah, yeah, that was ne- that was definitely not a thing in my did household. Did you go to did you go to church on Christmas Eve ever? No, I don't think so. I didn't and like go my many my times, pe- but we did go. We somewhere. were a very religious family when yeah. I was a kid. So, but we were non-denominational Christians. So, we're not there's not all these insane traditions that go along with that. Like my parent my dad especially did not like all the weird traditions. It's too much. Get your own traditions. Anyway, go. Ahead. But yeah, that's that's why he's waiting for midnight. So that's when Santa's supposed to actually get... That makes sense. Yeah, that ma- that makes sense. I never, I never, it never made. It. I was like, why he's waiting for a specific time midnight? I guess it makes it more dramatic. But yeah, like, I was just thinking the dramatic of it all. I love that when he comes down the chimney, there's this hopeful music that's playing, and Thomas is just like, <gasps> Yeah, isn't that great? That's so cool. And then he stabs his dog. Yeah, were you expecting that? I mean. Honestly, when he started kicking the dog, I was well, like, okay, Fuck. yeah, yeah. When you you have a good idea that something's, I didn't expect anything to happen right away, but it makes sense that the dog was the first to go because this guy's—you can tell—he's got no plan. He's just—he's just there for the fun of it, and the dog's not going to give him that much fun. He's going to give him a hassle. But I mean, did you foresee a dog getting murdered in this movie, especially in the beginning when they're his best no, pals? If you were foreseeing a dog getting stabbed to death in a movie with a pie slicer in the throat, I think that you should probably go to therapy. Yeah, I guess a lot of people would consider that one of the cardinal sins of movies is killing the dog. Yeah, especially so early on in the movie. Even though I will say, though, that, you know, one of the most iconic horror movies of all time, oh, a yeah. dog dies. That's true. Michael Myers did choke out a dog. It always comes back to Michael. <laughs> I already mentioned Michael, too. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot he choked out a dog. Yeah, but this one was That's more brutal. brutal. Yeah, like this, like that one, like. Pie slicer. And the kids just underneath the dining table just watching it. I don't know how he kept quiet for so long. Like suspended just, fear. Yeah. Like, is this Santa Claus? And he like full on. That's what's so sad is he full on believes that this guy's Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. Like he fully uh, movie, he does like not that... understand. Because also in in France, like, because the mom kind of explains it too that like there's there's an evil version of Santa they have mm-hmm. where like if you're bad like he he turns into an ogre. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the Office with Dwight and his. Uh, Perfect and no, no, not perfect. 
Schlag. It was a different episode. But yeah, Dwight does the German Christmas. And you're either... I can't remember what it was. You can cut out that part. <laughs> impish or admirable. You were either imp- impish or admirable. And if you were impish, you'd get coal. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Something happened to you. But anyway, I keep going. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty much it. Oh. You wouldn't get your dog murdered. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and then in, here in the States, you, you just get coal. <laughs> yeah, did you ever get coal candy? I think one time I did. Yeah, my mom thought it was funny every year. <laughs> that seems like something she would find fun. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. It tasted so bad. It was like black licorice or something. I don't even think I ate it. I oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like licorice. <laughs> it's disgusting. And then he, he finds Thomas under the table. Yeah, because he sees like the phone cord going underneath the table and i'm like if they're so rich they should have a cordless phone anyway <laughs> how many cordless phones were there in, in 1989 even in, oh wait no we yeah, definitely, there, definitely there were are. cordless phones back then but i mean i guess he has a whole armband connected to a camera system yeah okay okay tell me You're they right. don't have a portable fucking phone <laughs> but like you know it, it would die like i don't know yeah, okay. we'll let it go he runs away yeah, he runs away and he goes through all his secret tunnels and he goes to grandpa. Well, he goes to grandpa. Oh yeah, he goes to he grandpa. He goes to grandpa. First. They try to get the heck out of there. Like grandpa, Santa's getting us. Paranoel. He laughs like Santa is laughing while he's chasing Thomas down the hallway he's to his grandpa's. That laugh, nightmarish. Yeah, he's great. Oh, so good, Patrick Florsheim. And then they go to the car that thomas had just fixed earlier in the day and now it's not starting again and then oh that's another, one of the creepiest shots oh he yeah stands in front of the car yeah and like the light shine. oh god i just feel like that's shot. almost always overdone that shot like you just know whenever they're opening the garage that he's gonna be standing yeah there. but that one's so i think that one's so well done though it's very well done he's very creepy and scary just kind of boring I'm like, yeah, I figured he'd be there. I oh, wish he would have, like, popped up or something. Oh. Wanna play? <laughs> and he demolishes the car. He yeah. headbutts the front windshield. Oh, my God. When he headbutted that, I did not expect that. That was some fun. I'll, I'll admit to that one. That was really fun. We love a good headbutt to a car that slams a windshield so hard it, like, full-on busts. And he right here is when you realize... He doesn't really want to kill them yet. Because he could have easily killed them both here. Yeah, sure, I guess. He loves terrorizing them and scaring them. I think that's his ultimate gain. Yeah, I you're you're uh, yeah, you're right, because at the end he almost he almost doesn't understand like what he's doing wrong. Yeah. He he just thinks it's all a game. And you kind of feel bad for him to an extent. I don't. Because it's just like, oh, this guy, this poor guy's just so fucked up. He has no idea what he's doing. Mm, yeah, I don't feel bad for him at all. And this is whenever they, like, zoom out into onto the castle again. And I'm like, this is definitely, like, a mold. I still don't like that. It looks, like, so stupid. It looks like it was, like, a little toy castle. Looks beautifully done to me. I'd love to live in a castle. I'd love to live in a castle that's real. <laughs> Uh, Thomas dresses up in his Rambo costume again. 
I'm sorry, his Rambo outfit. It's not a costume. <laughs> He's very serious about this and the like charcoal on his arms and face that he has to have. Yeah, his war paint. Yeah, he's got to complete the look. And Santa notices a camera. Smashes it. Demolishes it. The pointy red hood during this scene where like on the cameras, you usually can just see him from behind with his pointy red hood. That alone is already scary. Do you agree? Um, I thought the scarier than a, a normal. Well, yeah, like it, it's very much what, I, what Santa looks like in France. Yeah, so. I, I guess because I'm not very much exposed. Yeah, to French Santa, to Père Noël. I think just seeing him in that pointy red hood already freaks me out, especially on camera. Like, get that elf out of here. <laughs> Oh. oh god okay then there's a scene where thomas is still so thomas ran out of the hiding space that he has the toy room that has like his dad's toys his dad's dad's toys and so on and grandpa was like oh even if i say no you're gonna go anyway so they have walkie talkies so santa sl- slams that camera he has no sight on santa he's in the hallway this scene is the most ridiculous out of the movie, I feel. With all of the sound effects that they had, the, the sound effects were so bad. So bad right here. Like, to the point where I was like, can we just cut all sound off? Um, it was like, click, clack, click, clack, tap, tap, tap. <laughs> and Santa's at the end of the hallway. Thomas is at the other end. This is when Thomas is trying to, like, get the Florida open up so yeah, the, capture him the breakaway floor the breakaway floor that's the name for it and he accidentally like locks them all in on the first floor um stupid armband right so many i mean he's got to type in all those codes it's hard to hard to remember all them yeah too bad he doesn't have an iphone but this there's like the spy music that plays after he captures santa the, that makes up for the horrible horrible sound effects i liked it i think it's oh god it's fun. awful also, when the, he finally gets to, <laughs> when he finally gets to the phone that's been ringing, which earlier they said that it was like in mom's office, it's like in the attic of the castle. <laughs> yeah. And there's just the only thing in the attic is a is a <laughs> is a desk. I guess the idea chair, is a, she's usually yeah, she's at not work. There. She's usually. Yeah. And yeah, to get there, he goes through that, that art maze. Yeah, I, I love that art maze. I hate that's that. so fun. I'm like, how so much he, fun? I was like, did this kid forget how his house is? I guess that's mom's side of the, the castle. <laughs> yeah, mom's. It's the East Wing. Gets up there. Santa's already there. And he goes out the window. And yeah, like, I, oh, yeah. This is when we get the best effect of the whole movie. When Thomas slips <laughs> and then they zoom out and it's like a black shadow <laughs> dangling from the castle. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. And then I felt bad for Gramps, for little Grandpa, because he was like he was in the little toy room by himself, and he makes a noise because he's blind, and Santa hears it through the fridge. And he finds the secret passage. <laughs> he finds the secret passageway right here. I'm like getting a little bit scared that Grandpa is either gonna hurt. Oh wait, never mind. Disregard that. That's later on. I'm getting a little scared that Santa, or yeah, that Santa's about to kill Gramps because Gramps thinks it's Tommy coming through. He realizes eventually. Yeah, no. he sees like the red. Yeah. Because his eyesight's I, so bad. And I then thought, Tommy's saving him. Yeah, just in time. 
That was really cool. Like pulls out the back of his wardrobe and pulls Gramps inside his room. Then that's when they, after that, they end up locking. I'm going to assume it's a sauna room. That's what I assumed too because it was in a gym. Yeah. uh, It had to have been like a sauna. Too too rich for me. So like I'm assuming it's a sauna. I would love a sauna. Oh God, I never understood that. The appeal of that. Yeah. It, this right here was my favorite trick in the whole movie. This reminded me of Home Alone more than anything else. Was Tommy hiding in the rug to then like fall down and open up to then capture Santa in the sauna. I was like, this is amazing. Why couldn't we have had tricks like this the whole movie? Instead, we get trip. Oh, actually, I did like the trip wire to the dart, the darts to the yeah. net. Yeah, you know, but those are the only two really big tricky. The trap door. Trap door is pretty good. With the false floor. Yeah. Eh. He'd already done that trick on his dog. I've seen it. <laughs> Still good. It's nothing like uh, the iron to uh, to the face in Home Alone. <laughs> sure, I guess. Oh, yeah, and he sends out the alert to the other computers, and his friend is like, <gasps> and he comes to save him, but does not really work out. And I'm like, why didn't this kid like run home and tell his parents? You get, I, I don't know. I guess because they were part, it's, I guess they were partying. Yeah. They didn't want to bother We them. just never hear from the kid again. Or maybe, I'm well, also like the, the note reads like Santa's after me. So the, the parents are probably like, he's full of shit. I would mm. imagine. Yeah. But I mean, uh, yeah, the kid did look like a naughty kid because earlier in the movie, he was like, Santa's not real. And then they put, they put Grandpa in a suit of armor <laughs> to keep him safe. Well, before all that, oh, what? we get the the montage. They get the wonderful montage. Oh yeah, because well, the Bonnie the Bonnie Tyler song. Yeah, Happy Birthday Christmas. <laughs> because yeah, Santa, stay little Jesus. Stay little Jesus. <laughs> uh, because Santa stabbed thomas in the leg or cut him in the leg really bad and so he's like making this splint out of a chair like he's sawing the chair in yeah, half so cool so stupid and you get some montage so crafty of uh of, of kevin McAllister couldn't do that kevin McAllister could have done that in better something that wasn't so bulky kevin McAllister would have just bucked up and just figured it out and died bucked up and died <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't going to die if he didn't have that splint. It just helped him walk a little bit better. What did you think of the Bonnie Tyler song? I hated it. <laughs> Come on, you were, you were singing Happy it. Happy birthday, Christmas. <laughs> You'll be a man. <laughs> Don't sing too much of it because we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I mean, those aren't even the right words, but they're basically the right words. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just so cheesy. It's amazing. I literally, at first it was like Merry Merry Christmas, and I was like, all right, cool song. And then they said, Happy Birthday Christmas, and I died. I looked over at you, and I was like, what the hell is this song? Wonderful song. So Michael, from now on, every season's greeting he's going to give to you is going to be, Happy (laughs) Birthday Christmas. Happy Birthday Christmas. (laughs) Oh, my God. And we see the mom rushing home and she gets in a car crash, which I'm like, because we don't see the mom again for another 15 minutes or so. And I'm like, that mom just died, didn't she? She is rescued eventually by her boyfriend. Yeah. But still, I was like, damn. And then Thomas finds a new way to track Santa. 
Yeah. You... Like some like a tracking device yeah. of yeah. sorts. Yeah, like a green lit up tracking device. Yeah, Kevin McAllister shoots. couldn't do that. Actually, this is the scene that reminded me the most of Kevin McAllister yeah. with the slingshot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had built this like fort from pillows and was. Oh, and I also, I love the, the train with the grenade. Yeah, that was very Kevin McAllister too. Even at the even though it didn't marble. go off, it didn't go off. But and yeah. like what have uh, whatever happened to it? It didn't go off. And that was it. So he didn't try and throw it again. Well, because like Santa got it. Remember? Well, he atta- he did detach the uh, grenade from the. Uh, the I train. thought he put it back in because he he sent it back to him. Well, he sends it back to him. It goes straight for Grandpa. It lights oh, and then it doesn't go off. And then he grabs it. Okay. Yeah, I was really scared Grandpa was going to die. Yeah, that's another great scene. Another great tense scene. Yeah, and the, with the little kid screaming for for his grandpa. I was like... And then right around this point, I was like, this movie's never ending. It's never going to finish. I'm going to be watching this movie till the day I die. I felt like it was n- literally never going to end because of all the montages. Too many montages, which I've already talked about. But anyway. There were two montages. Too many. And then this is when Santa was like, you find me now. And he runs. Like, he's so excited, too. (laughs) So creepy. Thomas runs out of the house, finds the police car. I mean, I guess the caretakers are really dead. They're on the ground in that house. Yeah, and the police, the the cops dead, which we find out later. But he gets in the car, and then Santa's in the back of the car. I'm like, what... (laughs) Are the chances? Of course, he goes to the car because he knows the kid is smart enough to go to the police car. Crashes it. Then that's when they run into the dead body of the cop, and the kid picks up the gun, shoots. Yeah, he shoots Santa. He does it with his eyes closed. Oof. But that don't kill Santa. He's still alive. Yeah, you were even like when he shows back up at the door. I was like, like, really? <laughs> I was like, this movie's not over. Um, which I really wish it was Thomas that killed Santa. But it was not. Grandpa. Oh, yeah, this whole time I forgot. So, Grandpa, the reason why Thomas ran to the caretakers was to get insulin. Uh, because Grandpa was like, yeah, Grandpa's half di- half blonde and diabetic, we find out, is the first line that we hear about Grandpa. And so, Thomas runs back with the insulin, stabs him right in the heart. And that's when Santa shows back up. And Grandpa grabs the gun. And with Thomas and Grandpa, or Thomas and Santa there, and Grandpa's blind, he really couldn't tell. And I thought for sure he was going to shoot Thomas by accident. Yeah, yeah, it's another tense. <laughs> blind Grandpa shoot. I'm like, get that gun away from Grandpa. He should not have the gun. Oh, but he shoots the right guy. Yeah. Poor traumatized Thomas at the end of the movie. Oh, I know. It's like, I just wanted to see Santa. And this is when it really clicked into my head that he truly thought that was the real Santa. Yeah. And it just made me so sad. What an interesting movie. Three out of five. <laughs> Four out of five for me. It is definitely one of my favorite Christmas movies. I'll never see it again. Never again? What? I, I don't think so. I probably watch it almost every Christmas. From here. It's... I don't think I'll watch it again. Why not? You know, it was so much fun. <laughs> I'd rather watch Home Alone. I mean, I like Home Alone too, of I course. I love Home Alone. But after after this, uh, yeah, no, this is a better version of Home Alone. I don't think it's a better version of Home Alone. I think it's just a French version of Home Alone. And in France, Santa is a little bit scary. 
French did it better. No. <laughs> Joe Pesci is so much so much better. Uh, I mean, Joe Pesci's great, yeah. Different, I mean... Yeah, I know. It's not like... I'm not comparing you can't compare, him to you Santa. Can't, you can't even compare. But him as a policeman in the beginning of Home Alone... Anyway, we're not reviewing Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four out of five. I love... I love the the '80s action parody aspect of it. Patrick Fullersheim, like that's the creepiest Santa of all time. I don't know if you can top that. I don't know if anybody could ever top that. Beautifully shot. Yeah. Bonnie Tyler really knocks it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my favorite thing was probably as far as like the production of the movie was probably costume design. I mean, I guess like Santa and then and then Thomas. So there's not a lot of. Yeah, the mother's beautiful coat, uh, her little CEO outfit, all the little children. I yeah, I liked all of the whoever uh, outfitted this movie. Did a fantastic okay. job. Well, that's it. So you preferred Silent Night, Deadly Night to this? Oh yeah. Wow, I did yeah. not think that would happen. I definitely preferred Silent Night, Deadly Night. Shh. It was creepy. I mean, this Santa was definitely creepy as Santa. I think we can all agree on that. Even if you see a picture of the Santa, which I hope you guys do. And I, actually, I hope you watch this movie. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Shutter. Shutter. I thought it was on Amazon Prime, too, for some reason. Um, but yeah, definitely watch this movie and let me know if you think this is the creepiest Santa. Because I think you would all agree it's the freaking creepiest Santa. Oh, it's on a premium subscription from Prime. It's probably Shutter through it's Prime. Shutter. Yeah. yeah, you can actually buy it on on four K. You can actually buy it on four K. I didn't even know that four K disc. Mm. So that's an option. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch it just because I'm not gonna watch it again. Probably because it is an interesting movie. It is an interesting comparison to Home Alone. Just justice for Jr. Justice for Marion. Oh, she lived. She got smacked by Santa. She's just as traumatized as Thomas. Oh, well, I don't know if I can say that, but man, she's probably traumatized. Yeah, she's traumatized. But anyway, as always, follow, subscribe, finally, Girl Pod on Twitter and Insta. Subscribe and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Yeah, give us a review. Come on. What the hell are you doing? Five out of five. Obviously. <laughs> See you next week for more Christmas horror.